Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead farker? This is Live at Five. Live yeah, at Five. This is Live at Five. Live at Five. Boy, it must not be political season. We actually got on this uh, t- today's show pretty early, earlier than normal. Uh, we talk about uh, each, you know, anything that matters, local stuff. I, I, I hardly mentioned, if, if at all, yesterday about uh, the alleged uh, murder that happened behind uh, Tarjay. And um, and I get it. You know, we're not going to find much information. Not the Channel Seven would ask. And yes, we are the News and Talk Authority, but. We're not going to be asking any questions either. But that's a horrible story. Um, the the uh, elderly woman that was uh, um, murdered in her, in her apartment. Those places are really nice, for the record. Those are those that big, huge complex. I don't know. I, they, 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 one day they, were there, they weren't there, and then they were there. And it's, a, it's like a city in its own. So I, is that the first murder of, the, of, the, of 2023? All things considered, we're certainly not Chicago. We're not Philly. We're not Baltimore. But it's a horrible story. They say uh, she was targeted. The only thing I can think of, I don't know why, since she was elderly, is that, you know, someone she knows, maybe a scene out of, like, The Sopranos, you know, with uh, Pauline Walnuts, she had money, whichever. Someone knew something. But that's just an awful story. They, uh, they did a, uh, Channel 7 did a wonderful story about her and her, her work at uh, Trinity Church uh, there in downtown Watertown. And uh, the pastor there spoke very, very highly of this woman, and it's just a terrible, terrible thing. I just hope uh, that justice is served. Uh, the other thing is uh, this ongoing story about, uh, you know, a, uh, a mother and her son, uh, you know, uh, being sentenced uh, for the January 6th uh, so-called insurrection. Um, well, <clears throat> I happen to know that um, that hasn't happened. So the story that you heard today, or for that matter, that was reported in the Watertown Daily Times and perhaps others, is just what this prosecution is seeking there has been no sentencing at all. In fact, the sentencing itself is scheduled for later on. So uh, I was baffled by that. Jeff had called me uh, about it and uh, said, hmm, that's interesting. It's a big number, four years. But, um, you know, it's, it's not true. <clears throat> so, um, you know, it's amazing. Yet just yesterday, and again, unrelated, but in the same, you know, kind of in the same tone, um, this, this, this guy, this, uh, center field, center fielder for the New York Yankees, they got him from St. Louis like a year ago. His last name is Bader, B-A-D-E-R. That's, that's, uh, Jack Scordo. Whenever he said someone's name, he'd spell it just so you'd know. Bader, B-A-D-E-R. <clears throat> and, uh, the Yankees released him. They, uh, and he was put out on waivers and a young kid. And how did he find out? He was in the Yankees clubhouse in the Yankees, in Yankee. Uh, wait, are they on the road or not? No, they're on the road. So he was in Detroit. Nonetheless, he's with the team. And he's minding his own business in the clubhouse with the other Yankee uh, players. And he looks up on ESPN. He just 
he just realized he was put on waivers. Meaning there's no other team, I mean, some other team, you know, probably uh, looking for a good center fielder with a lot of excitement. Uh, we'll pick him up, but that's no way to find out that you're no longer, you know, in, 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 you know, wanted on the on the New York Yankees or any organization. So it's amazing how how stuff gets out there, and how eager entities like the Watertown Daily Times, and for that matter, you know, our friends at Channel Seven, just looking for a juicy story about the other side. Those people, terrible people. Got to rewrite the. We we have to defend our democracy. How are we going to do that? Well, we got to rewrite the Constitution. But we got to do it because SG said so. 755-1240 is the number. So uh, that's my two cents on, on that issue. Uh, the other thing is my, uh, my friend Liz, and I don't know if she's listening right now, but she sent me something that is, I, I, I don't know how to, I, I don't know what to say about this. But she got an offer. I don't know, it was sent to her or whatever. Um, here's the offer. The offer is this. 40% off, get this out of here, 40% off your next flight to Maui. That's Hawaii for you, uh, for, for those uh, keeping score at home. For travel from now, October 31st, which is tomorrow, check that, August 31st, through October 18th of this year. So you can, this is what they say, so you can support local businesses. Just book by August 31st, 2013. So get 30% off. You know, uh, uh, sign up now and you can see the charred remains of, of uh, hundreds of missing people <clears throat> and get 40% off. Wouldn't you think, I mean, 40% off is a big number. There's no doubt about it. And you don't know where the, where the starting point is. 40% off what? Eight grand? What, what's that mean, 40% off? And this is from, uh, it doesn't even say, but it's Maui Friends. <clears throat> Someone writes, we flew on Alaska Airlines to Hawaii for a few months ago. They sent us a lovely email today. So they're going back to former customers from Alaska. So this came from Alaska, Alaska rather, Airlines. Uh, they sent a lovely email today promoting and asking their former passengers to support Maui and book a flight there between today and 10 18 along with a list of other businesses to help. Additionally, these hotels, the Fairmount Kia Lani, 20% off, uh, the, uh, the Andaz Maui and Malia, uh, fifth night for free, are offering promos to say, to say rather, thought I'd share. Offer expires tomorrow. Got to sign up now and get 40% off. See, I don't know. Just, is, is it too soon? or It just seems a little strange to me. Anyway, I just shared, I got that. I just shared a video, and I know if you're eating at home, don't listen to the story. But there is there is a, a video on online of these poor kids. They're in an, what appears to be an apartment with their dad, and apparently there's a new product that traps uh, rodents. But instead of, you know, I guess it's the humane way, which I really at, at the end of the day, I don't know how humane this is because ultimately you're going to flush them down the toilet while they're still breathing. So I don't know how humane that is. But it's a sticky pad. So instead of hearing the, you know, the sounds of a, uh, of a mousetrap that essentially kills the rodent almost instantly, this is a sticky pad, something that you would see. Remember those ugly, ugly things that would capture flies hanging from the ceiling? Uh, you know, stuff like that. Instead, it's, it's, so the rodent gets on and can't get off. So now you can, but in this case... And yes, it was a rat. It was a small one in an apartment. Nice looking place, too. Two kids watching TV with their dad. All of a sudden, the dad notices you know, this rat moving along. And now he's hampered because two of his four, I think two of his little legs are off the pad, but his two hind legs are on the pad. So he's still able to move around. So now he's got what appears to be a stick of some type, and he's trying to hit it. 
but it gets behind uh, the end table. So you know, and then he then then he then he picks it up, and the, and you know now the you know, the two little boys they're probably about seven eight years old each, and they're looking at it, and they're they're like, oh my god, what do we do now? So ne- then the then it falls out of the father's hands, and he scurries behind the couch. The father moves the couch, but doesn't realize his son is on top of the couch and falls right where the rat is. And yes, you guessed it. The kid's hand goes right on the sticky pad. He gets up screaming at the top of his lungs, like ah! And there's, <laughs> there's and now the father doesn't know what to do. The father rips it out of his hands, and I don't know what happens to the rat. You know, I kind of feel sorry for the rat. I mean, the rat's just trying to live. You know, they say it's not the rat's fault that urban society is so dirty. You know, they just they're attracted by food that's you know given off or garbage and so forth uh, from humans. So you know, it's not their fault that they're going to gravitate towards their own little whatever world. So he's just you know, oh, I'm going to this apartment. And next thing you know, it's it's all bedlam. It's just it's just the it's so scary to watch. But nobody got hurt in the end. Not a great way to kill or capture, for that matter, and kill a rodent, that's for sure. Check that video out if you get a chance. We have Attorney Joe Stanley calling in today at the bottom of the hour. It is Wednesday, Prince Spaghetti Day. So that would mean that if you have a question for him, uh, by all means, uh, share it with me right now, and I'll ask Joe Stanley. That's 755-1240. Quite frankly, I don't know what to ask Joe today. I've talked at length about... The dangers of uh, of uh, uh, blown tires, uh, you know, unlicensed operators crashing into you in an intersection. We've gone over that again and again. So if you have anything, by all means, give me a shout, 755-1240. Once again, our um, uh, minority leader for the, for the Republican Senate, Mitch McConnell, had, an, had uh, yet another episode today where he just freezes in space. And uh, it's pretty, I shared it with Jeff Graham. Scary stuff. So again, just if you saw Rambo, you know, First Blood, you know, you know the line. It's like it's over, Johnny. It's over. It's time. Something's up with Mitch McConnell. He, and, and you know, the, you know the expression like a deer in headlights. This one is actually worse than the last one. The last one, he just has this ghostly look on his face, and if he was to speak, he'd sound something like this. Uh, I'm not so sure I know what I'm doing. And someone, someone identify exactly why I'm here. That cra- and he didn't say a word. And a, a woman comes to his assistance, and it's like, no, this has got to stop. And, and it's funny because uh, we have what's his face uh, Callahan, who does the uh, the uh, you know we we haven't changed the promo for the podcast that for for the most part no one listens to up here anyway. But he does say that we are you know he's the guy with the smoker's voice there from Boston. And he says something to the effect like, oh, we're, we're, uh, we're run by a bunch of old, fragile people. So he's right. When you see uh, Mitch McConnell, that, I, that's the first thing I think about. Let's go to the phones to see who's there. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, you were talking about the Moonies, right? Uh, no, I wasn't talking about the Moonies. No, but um, who is the people that got arrested and going to um, federal prison for January 6th? Uh, well, <laughs> The Moonies, listen to them. That, that's, that's, I won't say their last name, but it's not the Moonies. It's not the Moonies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever, those people. Though. So you're saying that the report is untrue? 
No, I'm saying that the prosecutor went, you know, again, I was I was told that there was a sentencing of four years. That's what the prosecution is is seeking. The trial hasn't happened yet. It won't happen for I don't know when, but it hasn't occurred yet. But it's almost like, you know, the the, the Watertown Daily Times and other uh, news agencies are assuming that that's, that's what's going to happen. They can't wait till this is said and done. So that little old Watertown's liberal uh, epicenter there on Arcade Street and Lower Washington Street can jump up and down and say, oh, we saved our democracy. Oh, my goodness gracious. It hasn't happened yet. They're jumping the gun on something that hasn't occurred. For a jury. Uh, Yes, it will be. Yes. From what I understand, yes. Well, I do have faith in our justice system sometimes. I mean, it's worked out for me the last few times I've had to go through it. Yeah, that's Um, right. Right. But... The thing is, not everybody uses common sense when it comes to that. Um, so there's a lot of the January Sixers that are already in jail for years already. Well, for, uh, yeah, years, right, right, and others have been sentenced in recent months too. It's uh, it's it's really they're it, they're they're in a, they're in their heyday. Um, again, you know, say what you want about you know the the the, the crime and the sentence and what you know the. You know, I get it. You know, it was illegal to go into the rotunda that day, the Capitol building that day. That's for sure. And quite frankly, if 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 it w- if they had to do it all over again, uh, just like people going into a building that was going to collapse, they wouldn't do it. They would not repeat. Would not go in there, knowing what they know now. But it was mob mentality. Well, I'll give heat them of the moment. some advice. Yeah. Um, about going in there. Yeah. Um, when it comes to because I went to trial on that last one, mm-hmm. and what the what the media and the DA didn't understand was that I went in there saying, yes, I did do it. Right. But I'm not guilty. Okay. Now, if, if they go in there and say, yes, we did do this, but we're not guilty of whatever that is. Right. You know, own up to it. You know, mm-hmm. be, you know, don't be intimidated. But Donnie, you, you got one, one thing you got to remember this, the, the trial is going to happen in the, in DC and the beltway is not too kind to conservative white people. So it's, uh, you know, uh, whatever happens, happens. But it, this is not a jury of your peers in Jefferson County that might understand that uh, that Donnie, for instance, was exercising his his uh, his constitutional right when he when he uh, mailed uh, and, and videotaped, by the way, him taking down the uh, the gay flag and that particular. That's what you're referring to, right, uh, Donnie? Yeah. <clears throat> right. And, and no, not I mean, your other trial when you burned your girlfriend's car. Even though car. they did go do that, right. I think they could still win. Right. Um, I hope they do. But I you're really right, do. it is about the jury pool. Sure. Um, I was thankful that the the left on the jury pool for me, um, they were very outspoken against me, so it was easy to get rid of them. I didn't, we didn't have to object. <laughs> well, I'm glad that that's said and done. I just I hope the same uh, for the Rondins. Uh, they're good. Well, they're we really should good have, people. when they get, if they, you know, whatever happens, we should have some kind of, like, Welcome home party when they get done doing their time, if that happens or whatever happens, you know what I mean? Well, let's just hope that doesn't happen. But of course, but uh, at the same time, we, we want to give them as much. You know, so, several important people, one of which a former city council woman, uh, approached the Rondins and, and showed her support for the Rondins. That was early on, uh, and others have done so. And that's not to suggest that they're not getting support if they're not visibly getting it. I think a lot of people support them. But in this day and age, I think a lot of people are afraid to support those that, you know, they feel that might incriminate them, might my guilt by association. You know, you know how that is. It's almost like being a friend of Donnie and uh, everyone thinks that, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a homophobe. No, nah, just kidding. Anyway, because quite frankly, Donnie, you are a homophobe for the record. 
No, it's not. What's wrong with being a straight white male who understands that God made a man and a woman, and that's it, period? And anything else is mental illness. Listen, that's not being a homophobe. That's telling the way it is, Glenn. And anybody says, oh, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, no, you got mental illness. No, it's not mental. What would be mental illness would be uh, 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 gay men and women that that couldn't express their loves towards Listen, the same sex. I'm a man. That's crazy. And I look at a woman as the most beautiful thing ever that God's ever created. And how can a man look at a woman I, and not want to be with that woman? I agree with you. you understand? And I, I totally understand that. I totally, Donnie. I gotta tone him down. Gotta gotta tone him down. That's a thing. Whoa. What the f- whatever? That's Donnie. All right, what do I? I'm, I'm certainly not going to ask the questions or endorse uh, subject matter with uh, with Attorney Joe Stanley that I just shared with our friend Donnie. So give me a shot. I'm just looking at various things. You know, this is my show prep. I'm like, uh, by the way, I, everyone loves uh, you know Mayor Jeff Graham. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if he runs again after uh, after this, this four year term. Uh, you know, whoever gets in there, that's going to be either Lisa or Sarah. It's going to be. It's going to be historic. This January, it's going to be an historic day uh, uh, for Watertown after being after a city, uh, if the city of Watertown it started in 1869, it is yet to see a female mayor. In fact, I don't think a female has even run for mayor, but now we're getting ourselves a woman to run this country. Uh, check that. To run this little hamlet. It's going to be great. Uh... My friends asked me, I just talked about Maui, uh, Liz. I'll talk about it in a little bit. But uh, so anyway, now I just got my, everything just co- t- totally thrown uh, into a, a, a bowl of wax because I can't remember what I was going to say. Let's go to the phones. Maybe you can rekindle my memory. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. So uh, I heard you answer your last caller. So according to you, is this true that if you don't believe what you believe, you are a homophobe. No, not at all. I just okay. think Don. Ooh, you just said that. No, I didn't say that. Oh, if, yes, if you did, Don. You just said it. You called him a homophobe because he is overboard. He goes overboard. That's why he goes overboard. Homophobe. Yeah, yeah. Donnie is. Donnie because, goes overboard because he doesn't believe in it. That's exactly what you said. So everything else you believe in, if somebody doesn't believe in it, you're a hater. No, not no. you. No. But the person that doesn't believe in it. Mm. Who's the hater? That's I'm sorry, I don't you, understand that. That's just how you came across. Well, I'm sorry. Well, okay. I mean, you if call I'm, him a homophobe yeah. because he doesn't believe in it. I call. You got. We can't talk over each other like the uh, the Jeff Graham show. When he, that's what yeah. my original point because he interrupts people all the time and he changes the subject, which I wish I could do right now. But nonetheless, I uh, no. I think Donnie goes overboard. I know he uses God as a reference, but I, I say it real simply. Um, you know, gay people, if they didn't have the opportunity to be, to be in love with the same sex, they'd be miserable. And, uh, and that in itself, if you don't see well, that, that's, that's then you're okay. homophobe. I don't care what anybody does. Yeah, neither do I. As long as they don't push it down my throat and, and people say, if you don't believe it, you're a homophobe. I don't care what they do. I would never say anything to them or do anything to them. But I don't believe in it either. I'm not a homophobe. But you don't go overboard with it, uh, uh, my friend. Well, you don't. I know, but you know, you get you get him, you get Donnie going. Yeah, sure. And but you answered him in the way you answered him. Yeah, I did. You called him that. I don't think Donnie's ever hurt anybody, has he? 
No, I'm sure he's no, upset some right. people. I don't think he's, he's ever not physically on corner and screamed and yelled. No, just no. because he took a flag down, he shouldn't have done it. No, but yeah. that's not making him a homophobe because he doesn't believe in it. Well, when he calls you know, it disgusting call and you somebody know, that doesn't believe in God, the devil. No, I don't agree with that either. Oh, okay, no. yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. That's all I want to know. But uh, your answer did come off to me. Okay. The wrong way. Gotcha. You know? Okay, Glenn. All right, fair enough. Yeah, what I was saying earlier was uh, Jeff lately is, I, I swear to God, if if uh, if Jesus Christ called and it says, uh, Jeffrey Graham, this is Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> uh Someone was there. Let's see if this. Yeah, there we go. Sometimes I hit that wrong. Higher in the air. Yeah, it hangs up on you automatic. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, there was a woman that ran for uh, oh, really? mayor. Huh. Oh, yeah, and guess, who, and guess who defeated her? I don't know. Jeffrey E. Graham. Wait, was that in the uh, primaries or in the general election? Yeah, it was a primary, but she was running for mayor, Amy Safe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want one in the general election. I don't count primaries. Well, that's, that's just, she, got, she got defeated in the primary with the three of them. Right. Uh, Jeff Graham and uh, Jim Brett and uh, Amy Sage. She got beat. What? What? what that, say that name. Amy Safe or Amy, Amy Sage? Amy Safe. Bill Safe's wife. Oh, Bill Safe. Oh, wow. What, that must have been back in the 90s. Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe late, maybe late 80s. Yeah, well, no, because the first time he ran, he beat Jim Brett in the 92. early 90s. Yeah. So that was the first time he ran. So it had to be after yeah. that. Because yeah, I remember she all of them. Used to be the school board president one time. Really? I thought they lived in Henderson. They lived here in Watertown. Yeah, they lived on Brainerd Street. Huh? Hey, do you have a question for Attorney Joe Stanley? Not to change the subject, yeah. like Jeff. Yeah. Ask him. Ask him what you do if you go to a, a rehab center and they mistreat you. What What are your uh, What are your options? Okay. Rehab. In other words, I don't, know, you, I don't know if you. I don't know if you heard the hotline, but there was a, you know, there was a story told there, but it was ended quick, but. Wait, so some guy went to rehab and he came out, he was more drunk than he was going in? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, sorry. No. Physical, physical. Went to, a, went to a rehabilitation center for physical therapy. Oh. And and it was didn't come out too well and ended up having to go back into the hospital. Oh, God. With with like a septic or something? Or, you know, did they get like some type well, of... It was, it was, uh, the other host mentioned it, but he wouldn't mention the name of the place. Huh. All right, listen, I got to go I'm only because curious, this... I'm just curious about what recourse there is. But yeah, ask him. All right, well, all right, I got to go because I got another call. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, it's your friend Liz from Connecticut. This friend Liz, Liz Wexler from Entertainment Tonight. Liz, Wexler, I might. I, I, not a first time caller. I know you're not. But Liz, I got to interrupt you only because I might have to lose you because today is Wednesday. Uh, Attorney Joe Stanley's coming in. But the Maui thing, let's talk about that. You got an offer to go to Maui at 40% off. Is that correct? So let's just talk about the people going, ah, oh, the resources. Don't don't stretch the resources. <laughs> How dare you come down and I thought you were staying in a tent. <laughs> you should you shouldn't stretch the resources. All our resources need to go towards the the tragic rebuild. It is the bad. They don't have any water. They don't have they don't have uh, they, no you know all the convenience stores. Nothing's being shipped there. Everything you see on TikTok. Okay. First, first of all, I don't, I'm not on TikTok. You're on TikTok. I'm, and let me, let me. I know, but you know what I'm saying. The, that Alaska Airlines is offering a 40% off flight coupon, a 40% off discount to anyone who wants to fly 
to Maui right now between now and October 18th. And then there's 20% discount at a hotel, and then there's a fifth night free at another hotel. So they are encouraging tourism. So, do, do you think that's a good thing? Do you think that's a good thing, Liz, or not? I can't read you sometimes. Is that good or bad? Is this too early? I think what I'm trying to say is I don't believe the, 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 um, the bipolar reactions of these these Lahaina people yeah. uh, are, are these like you know what they are the little fight, fiefdom of, of you know you know natives whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot of BS because they, first of all they don't know how to get anything done and secondly they don't even know what's going on and they they're they have said don't come how dare you come people are saying you know Perry Hilton was there how dare she they're so insensitive these people who didn't want to. These people who didn't want to cancel their wedding honeymoons, how right. dare they for right. being so insensitive? Our people died in these waters, this whole thing. Right. They were just snorkeling in the same water that my relatives died in. <laughs> kind of guilt-tripping thing. And then they find out that, like, oh, you know what, the, the tourism industry is dying and they're out of a job. Well, right. now you've got to come to Maui. You better come to Maui or we're all going to lose jobs. So that's why, the, so you're saying that this is a legitimate way to resurrect or maintain some type of, of ebb and flow with their biggest industry in Hawaii. Hey, the people who are complaining so loudly about it are idiots. So, but the other thing that you wrote to me is that now, regardless of how many people were allegedly missing, and that number was as many as a thousand, you're saying that it might be just the amount of people that have already been that are uh, proven to, that to list, perish. So there was a list, the uh, a list of something like I read about in the uh, it was like the Wall Street Journal or something on Saturday. There was a list of something like two thousand people or fifteen hundred people that were missing. Thing. Right, and that number was bandied about in all the press for you know a while. And then it turns out the FBI put that into a formal list, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, um, something like eight hundred or or nine hundred out of that, everything ex- everybody except for like two hundred people mm-hmm. came forward and said, "Oh no, I'm not supposed to be on that list. I don't even live here anymore." <laughs> or you know, or how did I get on that? Right, list? right, right, I'm right. Fine. Right. I'm on Facebook. They could have just tested Facebook. So these lists of these uh, these dramatic escalating emotions so, are, are essentially a lot of made up stuff. There's two thousand people missing. Well, no, there's not. That's because you're sitting here in your coffee shop in uh, you know right. getting together with all your dramatic friends. And so they, social they, they, media. Yeah. A lot of it's BS. So, okay, so a lot of it's BS. So here's the thing, and this is interesting because Liz, in recent years, uh, has turned me on to a lot of conspiracy theory. I, don't, I can't, can't say a lot, but has at least put me in that mode. And yet now, Liz, it seems like you're backing up on it. You're like leading me to the end of a cliff and saying, conspiracy, conspiracy, this is this, this well, is that. And no, then all of a sudden, no, 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 I'm, no, no. I'm, no. Willing, to, I'm willing to go for, I, I think you're, you are more into certain conspiracies than I am. I believe if you want to ask me real questions, like if you want my opinion on January 6th. Okay, let me ask you. I personally uh, believe January 6th was not an insurrection. I think it's absurd that it, that people are characterized. Right. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. And no one should get a harsh penalty, uh, a prison nobody term. Nobody should get a day of jail. Right. Yeah. There, there you go. God bless Liz. Because that, Liz and I, are, I think alike. But yet there's other times that Liz, I'll, I'll say, I said something about the uh, Montgomery, Alabama incident that happened a couple of weeks ago, and you, you were all over me about that. You're like, oh, Glenn, you, you're just terrible. You're completely off on that one. I don't know if you remember that because the news cycle I don't remember goes so, what your argument was. Uh, I, you know, I just said this This is a prequel to a really bad day and uh, this day, that day, I should say, was almost celebrated uh, because those red 
rednecks were getting their asses kicked uh, with, uh, with lawn chairs or dock chairs, whichever, uh, deck chairs. And uh, oh, that, yes. the, that the chair itself it became. A, I thought it was. Well, I thought it was a day of people coming. Yes. To oh, look at everyone coming together. This is new, together. new, new. This is a prequel to a battle that a lot of people physically and literally die in. Yeah, that's uh, what you're basically exactly. saying. Exactly. It's going to come to a head. And right. I said, no, I think it's actually. And by the way, for I the record, that was pretty funny. those rednecks were uh, did have it coming to them, especially when the dude threw his hat in the air. I thought that was kind of funny. Yes. Yeah, no, but funny. but I, I know that that love, but it stops, the, it ends there because well, look, let's take a look at what happened in Florida the other day. Uh, some maniac goes and you know says oh, I don't like black people and shoots and kills three of them and then shoots himself. Thank God. Right. And I, yet, you know, anything yeah. like that, it's just just media one hundred and one today that they're just like, right. when's the last time that when the guy drove through the parade? Right, was right. Not a hate crime. No, I, I totally he agree. Children. Yeah, you know? I know. Did they did. characterize it one time as a racial hate crime? No, no, they didn't. Who is the thing? Who is the one that drove into a, a crowd of children and elderly? Was it a black man or was it a car? Right, right, yeah, yeah, right. Car. Exactly. Good point. The whole time it was the car drove. Liz, into I, it. I got. So, uh, let me, let me put you on hold. I'm, I just want to see who's on. Okay. I got to make sure this isn't uh, Attorney Joe Stanley. Uh, no, it's Danny. Call me back if you can. Okay. Sure. All right, so that's Danny. Because I, I, I got to make sure. Wednesdays are... Hey, Liz, you still there? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, so this is good. I haven't spoken to you on the show in a while. Uh, yes, you're absolutely... You're talking about the... Uh, not the Kenosha, but there was another crazy uh, uh, Polish... crazy black man that murdered racially... A racial hate crime that was characterized as anything but... Oh, yeah, a car went out of control. Out of control car. Yeah. The guy represented himself... So, Liz, real, real quick, Liz, of course, is from media, just like Jim Levin, because Jim Levin, you know, basically ran CNN for about five years or so in his past life and all those other things. You, you worked at the, uh, at the very origins of MSNBC in the mid to late 90s. What, what say you about the, the corrupt? Well, I, sh- I don't want to lead the witness. What say you about the liberal mainstream media today? What happened in the last 25 years, in your opinion? I have no idea. Let me tell you, MSNBC... Um, and NBC News was not like it is today when I worked there. No. It was not at all. It was When I worked in television, the news business was still like news. I, we, there was no political bent to everything. I'm not quite sure when this political stuff really changed. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite, it was, certainly wasn't in the 90s. Yeah, and the other thing is, you 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 know, t- to some degree, you were an intern with uh, David Letterman, and, and you you understand the late night wars, or for that matter, how competitive guys like Johnny Carson were, and, and especially yeah. when Joan Rivers, who you also worked for, uh, took on uh, the the late night uh, uh, night late, late night shift as a competitor, and, and you know, typically, and I know Jay Leno, and, and you know, Jay Leno, so and remember, and I know Seth Myers, actually, and, I know and, and Seth Myers. Uh, who is totally talentless, but that's neither here nor there. And, and so yeah. you know all these people. Of course, yeah. Liz is in, involved. She's in the inner circle. She's part of that whole tribe and so forth. Boring. God bless you. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, and But they never really got along because they were competitors. And yet now I'm reading, or just 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 prior to today's show, or the second time I heard it today, that all of the late-night guys plus the other guy from The Daily Show who hates white Americans, particularly in the Midwest, conservatives, uh, are doing a podcast together during the uh, the writers' strike, and they're all like buddy buddies, and they're all you know, aren't they supposed to be adversaries and not buddies doing this? So what say you about they that? They are adversaries, but you know, the whole world has uh, the whole world has 
first of all, are they even allowed to? Yeah, well, I mean, that's another I thing. they're not allowed to do anything that promotes anything. And by the way, here's, here's another thing, not to sound like Jeff Graham interrupting you and changes the subject, but Rachel Maddow signed a 30-plus year, uh, a million deal, a dollar deal. And like weeks after she signed, inks this deal, she says, I'm only working Monday nights. And, and, right. Yeah. And then she went on like vacation for like a year. Yeah. Right. She doesn't. She doesn't work any other night of the week because you know why? Because she's working on other projects, other projects that for like Netflix and so forth, where she's making money. You know what? If you want to guess, you want my my feeling is that late night is dead. That's what my feeling is. Well, that's late night. Yeah. They killed it. Right. They killed it by politicizing it. It it used to be politics had its place. It had a you know, a couple of minutes in the opening monologue or right. a minute in the opening monologue. But then it became, you know, archery. Yeah. And they I, were just aiming. I, I would take it further. It, than... became, it Jimmy Kimmel, I want to say, is Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert are res- really solely responsible for it. Because I don't think that Jay Leno is responsible for it. No, not at all. And Carson didn't do it. Letterman did it to a degree. He didn't like, uh, uh, you know. You know who I, I love? Who? Craig Ferguson, he's yes. the last great. Uh, he was good. Show. He was good, and I'm so I was real unhappy when he decided to leave, and then he went you to look, do some. You remind me of Craig Ferguson. Do I really? Well, there you go. And yeah, he lived in Peekskill. He moved over here when he was like 16 years old, so he's not really British, British, but he was very good, he's and he Scottish. aged terribly. Well, he's Scottish. Excuse me, same freaking thing. It doesn't matter. I don't care if he's from New Zealand. It's, it's the, the same the thing. The place with the accent. Yeah, very like, good. You know, like they really have ruined it. Like Jimmy Kimmel, I mm-hmm. despise Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he's a squinter, and I used to like Jimmy Fallon, but uh, he's just a drunk, really, and he's angry, and he's he's just he's a horrible yeah. interviewer. I've heard really like not good stories about Jimmy Fallon. Really person. interesting. I have to hear that. But Liz, I've got to go because I think it might be okay. a turn. I but, just called to say hi because I haven't talked. That, to you no, about. I have, yes, keep keep calling. Okay, please. Okay, have that's uh, Liz from Connecticut. Good friend of mine. Hi, you're in the air. Oop. Hi, you're in the air. Oh, it's S- know, S- SG. She's the one that said you were crazy. Well, I guess we're both crazy in your eyes. I think so, man. She's making this big deal out of a forty percent ticket. You know, there's family that wants to go and be with their family. There's there's uh, uh, people that want to go and help. No, you know, she didn't make a big deal. I made a big deal about it. She didn't make a big. Liz didn't make a big deal about it. Yeah, no, she, she didn't. Was. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I just you know? hear that. Yeah, I, yeah, they didn't want. People to come when it was emergency, but you know now they, they depend on tourists. So you you think the uh, you think the social media is conspiracy theorists are, are blowing this out of proportion down there in Maui? In your opinion, like everything else, I think everybody blows everything out of uh, proportion. That's the problem. You know that that's the thing is like what happened was we had the, the you know twenty four hour news cycle start and there wasn't enough news, so everything had to have a little bit of excitement to it. Then they found out what big things happened. The ratings went up, and ratings actually meant something in the news. So they no longer were trying to just report the news. It was like, what can get us ratings? And that's the problem with news. Yeah, so, but the problem is know. they don't have ratings. People, are, uh, you know, people watching network and for that matter, cable news is that that number has gone down severely, including Fox News. Well, it should. It, when things are when things are going good in the country, people watch less news. But so they th- still th- want to pump up pump up the volume and make people upset. I mean, some of the things you guys come out with, it's like, it's not even... Ha- so, like, SG, I, SG, are you the happiest man in Watertown right now, or you aren't happy because a, a lot of people, including me, don't think like you? What what angers you, and what keeps you going? Because it sounds like you're very happy I, I, with things. 
I and congratulations. A moment of my time worrying about what somebody else. Said. Well, you do if you if, if you can't say that because you call this show unnerved by things that my friend says or what this guy said. So don't say that. That's a bunch of malarkey, SG. I, I, I know. I, I call this show and I and I force myself to listen a lot of times because you're putting out false information and I want to correct what, what false information is thrown out. And by the way, Danny, I, I think I, Danny can call but, back. But I just want to tell you, you want to be happy. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. Study Buddhism a little bit. All right, Buddhism. You won't do it, but no, uh, of course but, not. No. In, in, in the second second tenet of Buddhism, it's like there is suffering. There's always going to be suffering. You can't do. You, you can do what you can to help, but right. if you take it and occupy your mind with things to make you angry, things you know that are horrible in the world, you're going to have a bad life. You're going to you, you know you think, think of happy things. There's, there's happy things going on all over Watertown. You know, enjoy them. All right. All right. I got, all right. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. We, and that's why everyone enjoys the Live at Five show with SG. Well, I, I got Buddhism for Dummies I just found the other day. If hey. you want it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. All right. I got to go. Give me the I monarch notes. All right. There you go. SG. Hi, you're in the air. It's Danny Francis. I'll, I'll let you finish. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. Danny, why do you always think that you're not on the air when I put you on the phone, when, when you call in? Because I, I, I get ready, I want to hit my pause button on the computer. Right. right. It's not, but, but even though we're behind on the, all right, never mind, never mind. Okay, go ahead. You're on the air. Must be a delay of some sort. Yeah, well, it is, of course. But I, was, I thought ST was going to call in because at the top of the show, you said, you made a statement about him. You said that SG wants to, quote, rewrite the Constitution. Yes, he does. Yes, in many ways. Why do you say that? Because SG, just just like many others in your corner, not you, Danny, because I won't make that same mistake that Jeff does all the time with you, want to rewrite the Constitution. Yes, of course they do. Of course they do. They want to they want to uh, uh, censor uh, people with uh, with what, what you refer to as disinformation, and they want to censor and they want to uh, make sure that uh, uh, a gun gun control, although the the, uh, you know, the Second Amendment is rewritten. That's what they want to do. I don't know about censoring. You know, I, 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 I totally support free speech, but the disinformation is very dangerous. But that's still anyway, free speech, ask, Danny. It's still free speech. The term frequently used again today at the introduction of your show, you said the, quote, so-called insurrection. Yes, yes, yes. What If it's not an insurrection or riot, which other people don't like to use a riot, yeah. what, what would you— Danny, we've gone over this. And no, we've gone over this again and again and again. It's 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 blown out of proportion. And I know when I use the examples, crime. What's that now? What, do you think it was a crime? Criminal? Uh, yes, I do think it was criminal, no doubt. And I also say that a parking ticket is is a level of criminality too. So you don't you think they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law? Uh, well, no, no, well, the, your version of the fullest extent of the law is what the prosecutor whatever, wants and what the Watertown Daily Times wants. It's what Jeff Cole wants. Whatever, whatever the law says, there. Uh, indicted for what the penalty is. That's what full extent of the law. Yeah, I know. Because listen, you guys are in charge. You you got you got the Senate. You I'm got you. Yeah, well, Danny, listen, you've got to take, uh, you've got to behold the fact that you represent the Democratic Party. So when Jeff and I say you guys, you you got to hold, that's that's you. That's all you. And I know you walk away from that. That's not me. I'm my own man. I vote on the policy. You are a liberal Democrat, Danny. This is your country. You and SG should be happy. You should be jumping up and down that you're in charge, regardless of how much of this uh, this guy has no cognitive control of himself, and yet he's still running the country right now. And just like these bozos that are running, uh, that were running the emergency system down there in Maui, totally screwed that up. 
and that should anger you, and let's just like it angers so many other people. But somehow or other, it's no big deal. It's nature's way. It happens. Well, I, I heard their explanations, and I, I kind of accept that. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of an analogy of what you seem to be talking about when you think something is or not a crime or should, should be punished or not punished. This, this guy breaks into the house to steal the jewelry, right? Yeah. And he can't find any. Right. So he goes outside, and the cops snatch him. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can't arrest me. The jewelry I was going to steal was not there. Right. Because the cops look at him, you know what they say? You're still breaking and entering. That's exactly right. Okay, I, so I, I fell into my own trap. Okay, they yeah. bre- they some uh, the operatives on your side with masks broke in, and and yes, our side and and I wish they never did this. And if they had to do it all over again, they wouldn't have. They followed suit, heat of the moment, knee jerk reaction. And Danny, remember, in the summer of 2020, now that we're going to go there, just like uh, uh, President Trump is going to go to trial and bring his own defense system in. Just bear in mind, a lot of statues and a lot of, a lot of things were destroyed that summer in various cities around the country. Millions and millions of dollars. Last time I checked, never been to the Rotunda, but I know there's a lot of statues, there's a lot of portraits, there's a lot of relics there. Not one, not one was toppled. They went in, they, they said what they wanted to do. A couple of smoke bombs later, the Time, Time Magazine and Newsweek said, oh, it lasted for about eight hours and it went into the darkness and there was fires everywhere. They portray it as if it was as bad, if not worse, than 9-11 and, and, uh, <clears throat> and Pearl Harbor. Danny, that's an overinflated uh, 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 evaluation. They didn't go in there to cause damage to the internal place. They did. They had to damage the doors and windows to get in. And the, the, your, your, the guys on your side did that. That's clear. And one of them was Ray Epps, or he had something to do with advocate, it. I don't advocate violence of any sort or anything like that. Oh. What they wanted to do was disrupt the, the, the peaceful transition of power by stopping electoral vote count, making it unofficial. unofficial right. Uh, Grasping for straws. It wasn't going to happen. They knew that. Fake to insert the fake electors vote, which is illegal. Right. And there's a lot of people that protest who know at the end of the protest they're not going to get anywhere, but they did it anyway. It's the same thing. It's no different, Danny. It was totally, absolutely wrong, and it hasn't happened to assault on our capital in the United States. Yeah, that's the, the narrative. And, and you're going to keep saying that. Right? I know. I know. And it's, it's not even close. And by the way, in 1814, when the Brits burned down the, 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 uh, the White House, not to mention other places in New York City, Baltimore, and Philadelphia, it was a heck of a lot worse. And it was the enemy. It wasn't us. So, Danny, come on, please. I know a little bit about what you're talking about here. You can't make that comparison. I didn't say you didn't. I, I, don't, I don't criticize people, you and Jeff, like that, but I don't like the interruptions when he overrides me. When I'm talking about apples, he brings in oranges. Oh, that's, that's Jeff. I don't know. I don't know what to say there. Well, I, no, I mean, well, he does. He's got a little Mitch McConnell thing going on there for me. I, I don't know. I can doing that. Right. But the, you know, when I call, I usually have a purpose. I want to stay on one topic if I can. Uh, there may be analogies to the topic I'm talking about, but I try to make it tie into it. I think we're and being think civil right now, to be quite honest. What's lacking on these shows, Glenn, yours and Jeff's, you don't want to tie into the topic of the, what the caller says. Danny, you've been on for six minutes, and I think I've been very civil with you, and I think you've gotten your point across. Okay, well, six minutes, and uh, I guess I'll, uh, I'll take back two and only talk four minutes the next time. I, don't need, I didn't tell you to do that. I'm just saying that you know, <laughs> I think it went very well. I know, but you kind of implied it. All right. Well, fair enough. I got to say something. I'm not just going to sit here. And that Liz, she talked for what, 10 minutes? Well, yeah, but she, okay, every now and then, jeepers, creepers, jeepers, creepers. So, by the way, she didn't talk for 10 minutes. I don't think she did. Anyway, I got to go. But thanks, Danny. I appreciate it. Okay. That's uh, Danny. Six Ow. minutes exact. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. I'm glad I set up a timetable for you and everybody's trying to vote. <laughs> What's going on? Well, it's left. I want to tell you, I want to tell Danny, as Jeff Graham would say, I love him like a brother. But, there's always a but, 
couldn't be any more wrong. Right. The word insurrection is something the media created and the left have just fallen in love with. They found it as their saving grace to make a big deal out of this. If there was any type of an insurrection whatsoever, if there was any type of guerrilla warfare involved, if anything like that had happened, there would have been a slaughtering that day. Sure. Everybody that was there would have been killed. The right. place would have been broken into, mm. would have been completely burned down. It would have been in shambles. It would have been the worst day in our history. But there wasn't a resurrection. There no. were people protesting and not doing it properly. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Right. Now, the word insurrection, if you look up the definition, there's nothing there that applies to it whatsoever. This is, like I said, this is a media word that is used, and the left just jumped all over it, and now the, the government's jumping on it. It's just one of those things. There was not an insurrection whatsoever. I hope Danny can understand that. If there was, just say, 30 people that were anywhere trained and had any type of armory on them, we got caught, the United States government got caught with their pants down that day. Yeah. We wouldn't have survived it. Sure. It would have been a non-slaughter. It would have been awful. It would have been, we would be talking about that forever. It would have been the worst day in our history. Sure. Instead, we had we had some, some people with some poor judgment that were very frustrated over a piss-poor election, and you can't blame anyone involved mm -hmm. other than, people that just blew things out of proportion and trump did not handle it well by any no not even close not even close i totally but, agree but, but we, we we don't we don't we didn't have a good day on there but it's been blown out of comparison and i really wish danny would just struggle with looking at things down the middle just a little bit i know it's hard for him but if he'd look down the middle i've got to say i'm a lot more liberal than i was in my younger years i look at things a lot different most now of us are yeah sure changed. sure but, you know, we, we have an evolution of people here, and you have to give people, I guess, agonoids when, when they need them, and when they don't, you have to punish them. But this has gotten out of control, and there was not an insurrection. And, and, and anyone that's saying it, it, that there isn't just really doesn't look at the facts, they just look at the media. Absolutely. I got to go. I got to break. What say you? No. Hey, do you have your, you got your boy calling in today? Uh, no, well, he was supposed to, but he never did. But this might be him here. I got to do a break, though. I'm way behind. Way okay, behind. I'm going to let you go. Bye-bye now, don't you know. All right, that's Lefty. But we will take one more call because I'm a liar. Higher in the air. Yeah, I just, I never said anything about changing the Constitution ever. Oh, okay. Um, did, right. you, did you catch he said there wasn't a resurrection that day? Uh, res insurrection. Yeah, res <laughs> no, he said insurrection. <laughs> All right, all right. It's, it's a slip-on. All, right, all right, no big deal. No big deal. Whoa, whoa. What the hell? Come on. Jeepers, creepers. He, he said, the cock roared five times. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. All right, you're on the air. Yes. Uh, first of June 2020, when yeah. the leftist. Okay. Oh, we lost him. You there? What was that compared to January 6th? Oh, yeah. We missed you for like a say, – say it again one more time. We missed you. All right, sorry, it was, I was on a hill. Yeah. June 1st of 2020, Okay. the left attacked the White House for six straight days during the George Floyd riot. Exactly, yes, and the church. 50, right. 50 to, to 100 Secret Service agents were severely hurt, hospitalized, and everything. Sure. Why doesn't anyone talk about that? So because, it was January 6th. Yeah, it doesn't fit the narrative, and the mainstream media doesn't care about our narrative. Doesn't of, doesn't make that comparison. You make a very good of point. Course. Yeah, of course. All right, well, of we know course. who's running things. I got to go. I got to do this break, but just bear in mind one thing. That the insurrection not only shouldn't have happened, I wish it never happened, but it happened a day, was it a day after the special, was it the day after the special elections in, uh, in Georgia? And um, 
that's when the broad that was, you know, there running against uh, the crazy guy that almost ran over his girlfriend, who's still the mayor, check, check that, the senator now, in a special election, along with the other seat in that state. Uh, that's when it was official that uh, <clears throat> the, the Senate was clearly going to be in favor of, of the Democratic Party. So they were empowered that day. Not to mention they had executive power because Joe Biden was going to be sworn in two weeks later. So they've been sitting on that way for a lot many years, and they're not going to you know, they're, they're going to ride that as long as they can, which is why they're able to uh, use the DOJ, use the you know in their favor, and 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 even if Trump got in there tomorrow, they still would because the Beltway is clearly clearly in tow with the Liberal Democratic Party. It's a shame, and we hear about it all the time on on radio Republican radio. But it's the truth. I got to do a break and we'll be back right after this. You don't have to look too far for a car. 5-800-3647. All right, so just checking out News Junkie, see if I missed anything there in the last 40 plus minutes. The hurricane that really didn't have much of a blowjob effect here. Oh, sorry. Uh, blowing effect, sorry. <clears throat> sorry. Hurricane Idalia. Get a real name, will you? You know, it's I, I, watching Fox today was a real big, big disappointment. <clears throat> yeah, there's a hurricane. Can you just show me more things about you know liberal pundits making fools of themselves instead? That's really all I look for. There's a lot of it too. That's why I miss Tucker. He he was he was the king of all that stuff. He he came up with stuff that just blew the mind. Just, I, I don't want to see some guy standing in six inches of, of rain. Oh, boy, this is terrible. Look at all the damage. <clears throat> it's like, you got to do better than that. <clears throat> Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? You know, they keep on saying it's an insurrection. But when Donald Trump offered 10,000 uh, National Guard troops, why isn't Nancy Pelosi... And Muriel Bowser up in front of Congress for saying, no, we don't want them. Well, and be- why is it that the Capitol Police were opening the door and ushering the people in? Uh, can I just give you, because I don't have much time left. Can I, I'll give yeah. you my answer. Let's just say they did. And then they said, you know, and then they all went to some bar somewhere in downtown, I don't know, Washington, D.C., or for that matter, San Francisco, uh, with his questionably, uh, with her with her husband, who might not be interested in Nancy anymore. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, they, they would look at each other and say, you know what, instead of, you know, granting the former president in his final days 7,000 troops, we should have just let those bastards go right into the, into the uh, rotunda and, and, and create what would have been a great opportunity for all of us to put them away and scare the rest from ever doing that again. I wish we did that. And then Nancy Pelosi wakes up in a dream, a nightmare, in her, 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 her opinion. Oh, so glad I didn't give him those troops. We got exactly what we wanted. Hopefully that answers your question. Yep. Well, kind of, sort of, but they should still be brought up on charges. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen because well, you can't charge yourself I when know. you're running the show. That's the boss. The boss. That's what's happening here. When you run the circus, you could do whatever the hell you want in the three rings that you're given. It, when you're not running the circus, you could be thrown into the cage, and that's when they can whip you like a bitch. That's that's the difference. Simple as that. Hopefully, that answered your question. But most Democrats don't want to talk about it. No, of course. But why would they? Because it would implicate themselves, and uh, they don't want to. Do, it's not necessary. They're just like it's insurrection. It's just as bad as Pearl Harbor. Okay, gotcha. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. All right, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty meaning uh, that this show is coming to a conclusion. 
whether or not Joe Stanley calls up tomorrow, he'll inevitably send me a, a, an email saying that he got caught up in something, and uh, he'll try to call in tomorrow, and that's fine, because we always like talking to Joe. We always do it every week. Hi, you're in the air. Real quick. Dallas. All right. Or as Jeff Graham would say, well, if you call the call, call, uh, talk show, uh, you got to talk, right? Right, right. Uh, is that time now? Yeah, it's time. Okay. All right. Seven. F- oh, rather, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. Okay, Jesus. AM 1240, WE10, Watertown, makes this legal. Of course, up next, uh, CBS News. See you then. This is CBS News on the hour.